don't have any business living in this world at all. To our Weeb Variant, an exploration and education in anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert, Dana Hollander. And I'm Brenda McCullough, your anime nerd that shuts himself inside all day and does nothing but play video games and watch cartoons. It's, it's too real. It's, neat. It's way too real. Haha, uh-huh. get it? Ah, <laughs> uh, it's neat. Uh, neat. Well done. Uh-huh. <laughs> Considering I eat. I ate half a box of Girl Scout cookies and watched like three hours of cartoons and then played Fire Emblem. I'm, I'm on I'm on track with that. Oh, you know what I did today? Hmm. I watched. What? I mean, I I watched. This has nothing to do with podcast. The first episode of Pop Team Epic, and I've seen Ooh. clips, but the whole episode was some shit. I tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> was it a full half hour or like twenty minutes? Or it's whatever? eleven minutes. It's eleven minutes. Okay. Yeah, still, still mini, still, still bite sized. Yeah, it's it was a tri- lot. It felt like it went on forever. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, because uh, like Hatali and there's other like mini animes that are only five minutes, so I thought it'd be like that size. Mm, I thought so That's... too, based on what I had seen. But yeah, yeah. it's it's eleven minutes. Whew. Anyway, that's not what we're doing today. Not what we're watching today. <laughs> that's for another time. Yeah, what we're doing today, we're. Well, we got a recommendation from listener Will Parsons. This is No Game, No Life. Thanks, Will. Uh, Thank you, Will, for the recommendation. Thank you. Uh, So, uh, I know nothing about this, of course. Uh, (gasps) Anyone else? I I know, right? Me, the anime king. That would hurt. Wow, that was a lot. lot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Have either of you seen this? No. Yes. <laughs> I watch a lot of anime. <laughs> the standard deviation. Brendan, of course, has seen it. I've Shocker, heard, I know. I've heard of I've heard the name plenty of times, but I've never watched it. Because I've always associated it with Sword Art Online, which is an anime that I'm very uninterested in. <laughs> so I've always just been like, I don't know about that one. Yeah. It's it's a, uh, having already watched, I can say it's uh, I- Isaki Isekai uh, is like the genre, and it just means different world, and it's effectively mm. like protagonist gets sucked into a whole new world, and like they have to explore all that. So it's so, like the elf hentai we watched. It's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of anime because it's. It's the escapism of just like, fuck this world. This world doesn't understand me. I want to go to the fantasy world. And then you go there and it's better. As opposed to what would really happen is you go to a medieval fantasy world and you die instantly. Just well, immediate dysentery. Yeah, just yeah. constant pooping. But I feel like it would be more like you would kill other people with your advanced germs. <laughs> hey, medieval fantasy Europe. Joke's on you. I have the coronavirus. Let's uh-huh. see how this plays out. We don't even have that figured out yet. Good luck. <laughs> no chance you got ah, this. It'll be fine. The oh, flu they... kills more people. Yeah. What if they did have a cure? What if it's just like, you just bite into a raw onion? That's it. That's <gasps> the cure. It's like, wow, we never thought I would that. do it. I would not. I would die. I'll mm. take death over that. Anyway, no game, no life. <laughs> Extreme. <laughs> Hard opinions about onions on this podcast. Uh, no um, game, no life. I like them. I have a soft opinion. Yeah, I am pro onion. Pro onion. I'm here to say from uh, Big Onion, I get my checks. (laughs) (laughs) I get my kicks off from Big Onion. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, uh, I just researching it, I saw it was basically the board game anime. So (laughs) I'm a little concerned that it is different worlds and stuff because uh that's not quite what i was expecting (laughs) this anime brought to you by hasbro and the parker brothers excellent uh yeah there's board games in it but it's not it's not just um a sports anime but for board games so park place (laughs) devious two hotels i tell my parents Uh, but yeah, so we're going to watch the first three episodes, 
And uh, I'm good. I got nothing. Roll the Here's dice. a transition. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> not good <laughs> no it was that should be it we're back this show was not good okay <laughs> i've decided <laughs> i mean sorry if either of you yeah. had something clever to say no uh, uh no nope no uh yeah uh, that uh, about sums it up though yeah when your introduction to a small prepubescent girl main character is a panty shot, that's usually an indicator uh, of the quality of the show. So yeah, yeah, that's not that's bad. It's not great. Bad stuff. Bad. Sorry, Will. Not a fan. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry, bud. Will, we love you. I feel like we've done this before, but specifically with you. It's nothing personal. <laughs> Well, he uh, also suggested Assassination Classroom and Free, so like... Oh, did he? Okay, yeah, then we like He's those. doing okay. Yeah. There's a weird <laughs> amount of penis in Assassination Classroom, but other than that, we're good. <laughs> uh, but still less uh, problematic than, than this, this show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just an objective penis is less problematic than this. Uh yeah, it's this. I don't know if this show is necessarily popular or just well known. Like I've heard about it a lot. Dana's heard it. Uh, I know some friends of mine who like it, and I've heard like the co- covers of the opening theme song a lot. Mm. So like, I don't know if it's one of those shows where people like like the show conceptually and like elements of it, but don't actually like the whole show, or if it is as popular as it seems. So I don't know. I'm not sure. Man, interesting. Well, let's yeah. get into it. Let's get into it. Uh, in the beginning of episode one, there's like a chat room thing kind of going on, just visually. Um, and then we're immediately dropped into a fight, big fantasy fight. And uh, there's a, a lady character by the moniker of Queen. And she's like, oh, these four characters beat 1,200 players all on their own. Wow, how could this be? Uh, and then they do fight stuff uh, that I didn't. It's a fight. Um, it's a big anime fight. Big yeah. anime fantasy fight. Uh, and then Queen, uh, all of her uh, mana? Mm-hmm. MP? Magic? Yeah. yeah. Her we magic. don't need to get too bogged down by this. We drop all this <laughs> shit immediately. <laughs> it's it's true. Game. Well, I'm just trying. I mean, that's a thing in video games, right? Is it usually called MP? And magic power, mana power, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, Magicka if you're in Skyrim. <laughs> My P. Uh, Magicka if you uh, are a friend of Madoka. Ah, um, so she launches her big final magic attack and they dodge it. One of the guys dodges it and she can't believe it. What? Uh, and we have like a narrator talking about how there's an urban legend about these players uh, and their user, their usernames are left empty. So everybody just calls them blank. Gasp. Uh, the um, Mysterious. Cryptid. That's the name of Ted's uh, acapella band in Scrubs, anyway. Mm. Uh, and then after the fight, uh, Queen and this big dude are talking about how they must be cheaters. But cheating is their expertise, so they're out cheating the cheaters. And then Queen, her titties jiggle a lot. <laughs> yes, uh, Queen. <laughs> yes, Queen. <laughs> um... And she's like, oh, my God, they're so good. I wonder if one of them will date me because that's what women are good for. That's all women think about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, we like pull out and it's all just a video game. What? Whoa. Whoa. And one. Uh, oh, boy. So here we go. These four characters are played by two people. One is an 18-year-old guy named Sora who is described as a virgin and a neat. Mm-hmm. Who is just someone... It's like an otaku, but they also stay inside all day. Yeah, neat is an acronym for non-educated, employed, or trained. It's right. Like 
No job, no college, no military training. Yeah. Oh, and then the other one is his 11-year-old little sister, who is named Shiro. She's 11, and she's Mm -hmm. introduced by a vulgar panty shot. (laughs) Yeah. One of those panty shots where you can, like, fully see the outline of her vagina, and it's just like, you're saying she's 11, bruh. Hey, can we not? Can this we not? Even like, this isn't even like a, oh, she's she's 20, but she looks like she's 11. She's 11. She's 11. The other, it's still inexcusable, even if it was the other way. But it's worse. And then we get like a weird thing with her feet, too, because she's playing the it's, game with her feet. Yeah, very Tarantino shot, like, from below, so you get her feet in the angle, too. It's like, ah, oh, just really catering to those perverts, aren't you? Yeah. Like, we're not even ten minutes in. You, you Are you really trying to... If this is how you're establishing, hey, this is the tone of the show, holy shit, I want out. <laughs> yeah, I, I put in my notes, hate this already. Hey, Darker Than Black's not that bad now, is it? It's just different. Anyway. Um, <laughs> this is worse. Um, uh, okay, so, so that's them. They're just playing yeah. all four of those characters. They're just being gamers in a dark room. With a whole bunch of screens. Um, and they're talking about food and how, like, she mostly eats, like, candy and snacks. And she's like, I need real nutrients or I won't grow. And she means her boobs. Mm-hmm. Of course. To uh, which... Does... Oh, I should have written down the exact line. Uh, she also does a baby talking because, you know, you gotta infantilize the character you're also sexualizing. Yeah, I watched this one mm-hmm. in English and she's also one of those characters that speaks monotone. Mm-hmm. So she's got like no personality. Um, but so uh, her brother then says, you're already a perfect beauty, my darling. Something like that. And I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get out in front of this uh, for the bingo card. I took off the not part of technically not incest. Yeah, this is fully. Yeah, yeah, this is. Um, I think you could still yeah. call it technically not incest because of the way they play their relationship. Like, in the show, like, they're still just like, no, they just love each other so much as siblings. <laughs> Don't get us wrong. No, no, they're just tight. They're uh, uh, tight friends and nothing else. Oh, God. <laughs> tight like those panties. <laughs> um, oh, sorry. So it was gross. <laughs> um, and then she, like, starts falling asleep because they've been playing this game for, like, five days straight. And he's like, no, don't do this now. And then she, like, pushes the mouse, the computer mice mouses up under his feet. And uh, he's like, she's like, I believe in you. And then she falls asleep. Um, And then um, the narrator, again, is talking about how people use, like, video games and stuff as an escape because the world has no meaning or value. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, huh? (laughs) You sure about that? Yeah. Yeah. Um. And, and people want the world to be more interesting, which I feel like is a fair... Like, if people are bored with their lives, like, they want to make things interesting. So that's how urban legends begin. Um, and the narrator is like, have you heard the latest rumor? And I'm like, oh, what's happening? Uh, and then the siblings, they get an email, and it is someone asking as though they feel they were born into the wrong world. And there's a link, and they click it. And I was like, you guys. Fools. You're going to get a virus. You live on the internet and you don't know your basic uh, don't click links from strangers rules? Yeah. The Indian prince does not, he doesn't want to marry you. Um, And it leads to an online chess game. And he wants her to play it because she's big smart. (laughs) Um, Big smart energy. And they're like talking strategy and he points out that the other pay- player like purposefully made a move that would trap her, so they're not playing against AI. It's like a real person. And then he does this thing where he picks her up and sits in the chair and puts her on his lap, and they play together, and it's uh, it's terrible. Mm. It's really like bad. Scene, oh, like and we almost get another aliens. panty shot. Yeah, yeah we're... Uh, uh, this is... Strong Rough. internet step sibling quotation vibes. Yeah, it's and ugly. It's like, Except that they no. are siblings. Yeah, I know. Um, they didn't even do us that courtesy. Yeah. Ugh. Um. But so they they win, uh, and they're exhausted, and then they get 
uh, another message asking about like whether or not they're happy with the world. And it must be so difficult to be so smart and then have to deal with other people. Bloops. And it was at this point that I was like, okay, this show was definitely made for incels. Mm-hmm. Not by incels, but for <laughs> incels. For, catering to them. <laughs> well, we'll could see. be both. Could be both. For, for incels, by incels. Anime. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so, uh, they they don't like the real world. It's just like a crappy game. Um, and then the email essentially asks if they would rather live in another world. And he types back, if such a world exists, I'd be down to leave this one. And then all of the screens in the room go staticky and the room glitches. And then some hands come out of the screen and it's the narrator's voice offering to take them to a world of its creation. Uh, and then they're falling through space. Uh, and then we see a child a named Tet. Child. And he's like, hello, I'm a god. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Unrealistic expectations of a literal child. Check. Yeah. <laughs> I decided, I like I said, I watched this one in English, and I really liked this kid's voice. I thought this person was like a really good actor. Mm. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. And they were just, they brought Still a vibe like that I enjoyed. <laughs> you found a little island of uh, enjoyment in this. Yeah, it was the best I could do. Um <laughs> And he's like, hey, so everything here is decided by games, and here are, like, the ten rules of the land. And I wrote them all down. Oh, wow. One, no killing or stealing from others. Flame. Two, all conflicts are resolved through games. Three, this is the ten dual commandments. <laughs> if I've ever heard them. Uh, three, before, <laughs> before the games begin, uh, the players must bet something that they feel is of equal value. Four, the rules of the game and the bet will not be questioned. Three, the challenged party picks the rules of the game. Six, all bets must be upheld. Seven, games that are... I I didn't understand this one. Games are overseen by those that hold absolute authority. So I guess pretty much there has to be a judge. Uh, Yeah, some sort of referee that's impartial. You yeah. can't be like, yeah, my my buddy Doug is going to just uh, uh, watch <laughs> over this. And he's definitely uh, not on my side. Wink, wink. <laughs> uh, eight, I slipped cheating. him some Elfin Lie DVDs. He's totally not paid for it. Ew. <laughs> uh, hi, Doug. Uh, hi, Doug. <laughs> uh, being caught cheating results in an instant loss. Nine, the previous rules must never be altered. Never. And it's at this point that they're about to smash into the ground, and uh, Shiro and Sora are freaking out, but the god boy saves them before they get smushed. And then what's number 10, you ask? Have fun, of course. (laughs) Of course. Of course. Um, Chuck E. Cheese. This is Chuck E. Cheese, the show. Um, And then the god boy just leaves them alone in the middle of nowhere. Good luck. Uh, And Sora says... That he always thought life was a game for masochists and losers. Okay, incel. <laughs> uh, yeah, can I just burn a hole in unlikable main character? <laughs> oh, yeah. Just cut it out. Um, so he sucks. So they're, they're just like in the middle of nowhere. And then we don't see this, but they travel a bit. And we get lore. Um, and uh, gods, gods were waging war. And they want all of them wanted to be the one true God, Elohim. Um, <laughs> and then everything got destroyed, but one God remained because he never wanted to fight, and it was Tet. And he is the God of play. So that's why the world is like this. And uh, he was disgusted by the other God's behavior, and he made the instead of making the shitty gods fix everything, he made the 16 races of the world fix everything. Ooh, it's a lot of races. Um, and we find out that this information is coming from a bandit that uh, Sora made a bet to play with. And it's like a group of three, and they took their clothes because Sora is such a good gamer. We don't know what game they played, but... God, gamer! Oh, he's so good. Um, so good. So they they, t- they took their clothes and then just left, and they're like, wow, they're not even going to beat us up. Because they can't. It's God's plan. Against the rules. 
Um, and then they go to a little village. And, like, the one thing that I'll say about this show is that it's kind of pretty. I like the color palette. I like the color palette. The aesthetic is nice. There are times, because the lining of the characters is not dark, it's like it goes with whatever part of their body is kind of thing. Yeah. Like, it's kind of hard to look at sometimes, depending on the colors. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of glow. Time. But, yeah. But I, I like the aesthetic. Like, even the I like I like the way the characters look with, like, the soft lines. Um, but so uh, they approach an inn, and there are two girls playing a card game. And there is a, a MILF outside explaining to <laughs> Sora and uh, Shiro what's happening. She says that they are in a gambling tournament to be the next ruler of the land because the king wants the greatest gambler to succeed him. It was in his will. Um, and his granddaughter, Stephanie, mm-hmm. is playing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fantasy, but she's a uh, she's losing terribly. Um and then uh, Sora, after the MILF explains, uh, he's like, oh, are you going to play? Because he like, sees that she has a little bag of money. Um, and he like tries to like intimidate her. And he's like obviously trying to hustle her for her money. Uh, so he's like, oh, you're not going to play? I guess you're too chicken. And she's like, fine, let's play. Um, so if uh, he wins, he gets the money. If she wins... She can do whatever she wants with the both of them. Ooh. Cool. Wink. And I'll say it now. I she said that this them. was a combination of two things. This is pretty much just Sword Art Online mixed with Kakegurui. Yeah. yeah. This is just fantasy Kakegurui. This is all of this <laughs> show is. Yeah. Um, And they just, they're, they're doing their thing and they're just like talking back and forth at each other, trying to intimidate each other. Um, and he has to, like, put his cards back, get a new hand, because he got bad cards, supposedly. And then she lays her cards down, and she had a full house. And he's like, oh, wow, what a good hand. Too bad I have a royal straight flush. Whoa. So he won. Wow. Impossible. Uh, And I just wrote uh, in the note, I just wrote, her titties are all over the place. Just wild. Because they really were. The gravity is so much lighter on this planet. <laughs> yeah, Tet made sure of it. <laughs> that uh, boy really wanted some jiggle. I, it, <laughs> he looked like a 12-year-old boy. It makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so she gives over her money, um, and then they're, like, walking away, and uh, Shiro mentions that he cheated, and he's like, well, I cheated, but I didn't get caught, and them's the rules, so. Hmm. Get punished if you get caught. Yeah. Um, yeah, no rule about not cheating. Just don't get caught. Exactly. Good, good rule. Good. Good job. Mm, so good loophole. Like Must like be why like. everyone in every fucking game that we see fucking cheats. cheats. Yeah. <laughs> it's not about the game. It's about getting away with the cheat. Yeah. Hmm. It is. It is like Kakegurui. Everyone's cheating. Yeah. <laughs> and just trying to get away with it. Um. Sounds so like he goes in and. They try to make every minor character a piece of shit, so you're rooting for the protagonist, no matter how shitty of a person they are. I, f- I mean, I didn't like anybody in this show, really, but I found the other characters more likable than him. Um, yeah. But so he goes to the innkeeper and asks how many nights he can stay for this one piece of gold. And the innkeeper is like, it's one night. And then Sora just turns into a Karen. And he's like, you better watch your tone. <laughs> I have Excuse money. You. Uh, and then the innkeeper is like, okay, you want to stay two nights? And then he's like, don't lie to me. I know I can stay here longer. And then he walks away with four nights. And I was just like, what? But, like, it's so clear that he doesn't know the value of the currency. So all the power is of the clerk just being like, nah, it's one night, dude. Shut the fuck up. It's yeah, how are you going to call me out on this? It's because Sora is such a god gamer. And he's so good at reading Ugh. other people. He knew the clerk was lying because he looked away and down to the right. And he averted his gaze and shifted his tone up Ugh. two octaves. So he knew he was lying. And he actually... Please stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, terrible. Um, and then uh, we get back to Shiro. And she is watching the two girls play cards. And the girl who is winning is cheating somehow. And they're going to figure it out. And then uh, Sora spots a mysterious figure in a hood. Ooh. And then he's just like, uh-huh, of course. And I was like, 
because they don't explain it to us. Uh, And he just like goes up to Stephanie and he's just like, she's cheating. And then he leaves. Bye. Uh, And they go up to their room and they somehow have like all of their gaming devices. And then Shiro is like, I can't get reception on my phone. And it's like, because you're in a fantasy world. Um, Have you seen a router yet, idiot? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then Shiro is like, brother, can we beat real magic? And then he doesn't say anything. And then he's like, you know, the heroes in comic books, whenever they go to like a fantasy world, they always want to get home. But like, what if the real world sucks? Um, And then he gets like a devious face and he's like, (laughs) let the real game begin. And then we get the intro at the end and it's whatever and then there's an after credit scene where nick fury arrives <laughs> oh i skipped that no one no one cares yeah pretty much all i have is someone knocks at their door and then he opens the door and stephanie is at their door fully naked but like with a robe on not a robe a sheet she has her sheet wrapped around her and it's like if you're gonna be walking around in the inn girl maybe you should like Wear clothes in case someone sees you or in case a man tries to kidnap you. I girl. think it's trying to imply she got hustled out of all of her clothes from the, the match. Well, I didn't get that because this show is bad. <laughs> Poor story Yeah, they don't telling. explain it until the end of the right. next episode. Uh, yeah. The end of the episode, yeah. So. Yeah, that's episode one. We love this show. We love it. <laughs> Great. Good stuff. <laughs> Despite our aggravations with uh, Kakagurui, we seem to have picked quite a few shows in a row. <laughs> Very similar to Kakagurui. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Episode 2 opens up with Stephanie wearing nothing but a bed sheet, sitting in their room, talking to Shiro, who's sitting on the bed. No, with Sora sitting on the bed, with Shiro putting her head in his lap, and he even says, Hey, don't make it weird. She's my <laughs> sister. It's like, wow, glad you pointed it out. Stop doing this. Glad there was dialogue. Stop. 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 You being aware of it and then still doing it makes it that much worse. (laughs) And Stephanie's complaining about uh, her opponent downstairs, uh, that they were cheating, and that these two didn't tell her about it. Like, they told him they were cheating, but she didn't tell him how or to stop. So she lost all of her shit, and now she's mad at Sora. And Sora's just being a real smug piece of shit. And he's like, well, maybe if you weren't so bad, maybe if your grandfather didn't set up this weird rule where the best gambler wins, and like maybe if your grandfather wasn't a dumb piece of idiot shit, and just <laughs> really just sounded like a Reddit post. Just real high and mighty, like from way up in his real like shitty little apartment far away from the real world and any responsibilities, and just real smug about it. I hate him. I mean, based so on much. his interactions with his sister, I'm sure he's an 8chan guy. <laughs> so Stephanie goes to slap the shit out of him, which is justified. And <clears throat> right before she does, he's like, oh, what if we had a game? And then it does the intro. We get the opening sequence. Uh, so Sora suggests that they play a game of rock, paper, scissors. And he says to make it interesting. Like in Kakegurui. You know, you gambling know. for rock, paper, scissors. And then we rip off your fingernails. But not mine, because I'm a hypocrite. That was but that I'll was concentration. Yours. That was the memory game. I, it all blended together for me. I, I drank a lot after that episode. <laughs> um, so Sora says they'll play rock, paper, scissors. And the only way he can win is if he plays paper. Now that's the only way he can win. He can still make it a tie if they match. So she has the full arsenal, and he's only got the one. And uh, they say for a bet, they can they essentially bet whatever they want. They're talking around about way, and she's like, "Oh, do you need a place to stay?" And he's just like, "Hmm," but he doesn't actually say anything. That way, he can still have his bet to be just a unspecified favor, and that bites her in the ass later. Mm-hmm. So always got to read the fine print. Yep. So Stephanie agrees to it. They shake. They say the magic word that makes it like a pact, like a sealed deal with God. And uh, she starts overanalyzing everything. It's like, oh, well, if he's just only going to play paper, I can do uh, scissors. It's like, wait, but he can only play paper if he wants to win. That means he might play rock or scissors and just try to make it a tie so that way neither of us win. And then it's like, if it's a tie then, 
then he would want to do this. But if I do paper, then I have one third of it. He has a one third of a chance of winning, but then I have two thirds of a chance if I do scissors. But then if I do, and just starts overanalyzing everything. And I this like went on for way too fucking long. Very this long. is the show. Like this is the show. So I yeah. feel like this is its own genre of anime where it's he knows that I know that he knows that I know that he knows that <laughs> I know that he knows. Because that's like the bulk of a dialogue in shows like this. And mm-hmm. all it ends up being is like it's the first thing you could have done, but now you just had to fill time mm-hmm. with explaining it over and over again. And I hate it so much. So uh, they end up doing it. Sora ends up throwing a rock. She throws scissors, trying to think he's going to do paper. He wins. And he, as he's slowly... Well, it's a draw. Uh, oh, it's, oh, sorry, yes, it's a draw. He wins the round, but because he didn't do paper, it's a draw, yeah. Um, and as he's uh, reflecting upon the battle and uh, speaking down to her, he literally walks behind her and says, You're not good enough, kid. You know, oh like the memes. God. And... She thinks, like, ah, well, all right, fine. Now you can come and stay at my castle. And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. We didn't ask for a place to stay. I asked for just a favor. She's like, ah, Christ. He's like, all right, what's the favor? He's like, my favor is I want you to love me. Oh. It was like Beauty Uh, and the Beast, uh, except it it was not nominated for an Academy Award. (laughs) (laughs) Or any awards, I assume. I hope not. <laughs> What's the anime equivalent of a Razzie? And uh, she says, uh, if she loves him, he'll... He says, if she loves him, he'll be able to get all the stuff he wants from her. Like, he'll get the you know place to live, all the money, all the food, all that yada yada stuff. And then Shiro quickly points out, like, yo, if you wanted that dog, you could have just asked for all that instead of just her love. She's like, you're thirsty. You're a horny little bitch. You wanted her. <laughs> And Sora starts freaking out, like, oh, God, my hubris got in my way, you know, and starts ranting. I'm and, just a sad little virgin boy. I just got too horny. I got a nut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shiro says that Sora said that he would never need a girlfriend uh, and that all he needed was her. Uh, and just, like... You can say, like, oh, they just got a very intimate sibling relationship. But when you specifically put in dialogue that says, I don't need a girlfriend or lover. I have my seven-year younger sister. (sighs) That's incest. And they still try to cover it. And he's like, oh, well, but I still have sexual needs and you're only 11. (laughs) And it's not you're my sister. It's you're only 11. 11. Yeah. Yep. I, I wrote that down because I'm like, why is that the caveat that stops you? So, uh, yeah. Like, who is this for? <laughs> <laughs> Perverts that know nothing but hentai. This is uh, the sibling trope. It's so bad. He starts, it's real bad. Uh, he starts freaking out, trying to like, essentially begging her for her, his, for her forgiveness. And when Stephanie, she kind of steps back and is like, oh, I'm good. I don't have to worry about falling in love with this guy. He's a fucking psychopath and he's a disgusting deviant. <laughs> And as she's saying that, she's looking at him and, like, with hearts and sparkles. She's like, what? No. And, like, smashes her face against the wall. She's like, no, I can't love him. He's like, but he is freaking out about his sister a lot. It'd be nice if he freaked out about me that way. And then she, like, smashes her head against the rock wall again, trying to, like, snap herself out of it. So it it's kind of hinting at, like, because they made the bet and that is his favor, she's now magically falling in love with him because of God's will. Because that, that's what the bet was. Thanks, boy so. God. Thanks, boy God. Thanks, Love boy God, for taking away this woman's free will. There's the episode <laughs> title. It's a little long. We'll do thanks, boy God. Uh, so, Shiro, congrats, Sora. About Move over, with- based God. We got boy God. <laughs> we got boy God. Uh, so, Shiro, congrats, Sora, about losing his virginity, and then oh. kicks him towards Stephanie. <sighs> so, just going right into it. And wouldn't you know it, a male character falls towards a female character in anime. And he grabs her titty. No! It's what you do. What an unfortunate accident. Who could have seen this coming? Especially not Shiro, who then slides out beside them and starts filming all of it. And mm. is going in for a panty shot. And while she's doing that, Sora grabs her other titty. Because it's not an accident, he's just <sighs> molesting her. Oh my god. 
<laughs> in all the kerfuffle, Stephanie rolls back and kicks him off and through a door. And as soon as she does that, she's like, oh no, I'm so sorry. Uh, I kicked you off of me while you were violently sexually assaulting me. So and, sorry. Uh, so sorry. My apologies, my good man. And she looks down the hallway to see where Sora landed uh, through the door. And he's curled up in the fetal position, apologizing, like, crying, like, oh, sorry, I'll never touch a woman again. I'm so sorry I didn't. And just kind of babbling to himself, uh, apologizing so he wouldn't get hurt again. And then uh, Stephanie looks back and sees Shiro sitting on the bed, who's also kind of just going, like, comatose and, like, freaking out because she's, like, 30 feet away from Sora for any amount of time. Not within so, eyesight. Eyeline. Not, okay. Uh, I kind of started tuning out here because... That's fine. <laughs> so, yeah, we're setting up a real healthy dynamic that's not going to get any weirder. Cut to them at Stephanie's castle, and Stephanie's bathing uh, Shiro. And Sora has to be within range, within proximity. So he's behind this weird, like, clo- like dressing divider, like, blinder. And, uh, yeah, and it, it, he's it, still it, a horny it, little it, bitch. It looks like he's jacking off. Did you guys see he that? Is. I like, was like had his... pretty checked out at this point. Okay, so, uh... well, I'm going to describe it because it's okay. why. He's like on his phone and his phone is like in front of his like crotch and his leg, his yeah. leg is bouncing and his hand is bouncing, but his okay. phone is blocking it. So it looks like he's jacking off. And I don't think that's what it's supposed to be, but... Why but would based you on do everything it? else we've seen in this goddamn show, might as <laughs> why well. wouldn't it be? It was really no, he weird. wasn't jerking off. He was getting his phone ready to put it in camera mode, and then he mm-hmm. throws it out at the girls so he can still peep on Stephanie, even though he just was manhandling her titties a few minutes ago. Believe me, uh, I don't want to see my sister naked, but I will still throw my phone out there so I can see this woman that I'm forcing to love me be naked with my uh, sister. Uh, yeah, I'll just ask her to pick it up instead of my sister, and nothing bad will happen. So they pick up the phone, and uh, Shiro like presses her like arm back, so it makes it, it looks like her elbow is like a butt. So she takes a picture of that. This was that was clever, but why? It was it was clever, but Shiro was also taking panty shots of Stephanie also That's a few true. minutes ago. Just like you think uh, about like the ba- like the base, the level that they've set this show on. And then they do stuff like that. It's like, what's the point? You've already been super shitty. Why do something yeah, like this? Yeah, this added nothing to the story. <laughs> this was like just you- like, hey, let's take three minutes to try to uh, get a titty pick. Just get a gag shot. I feel like people were like writing and directing and animating this in like segments without knowing what the other parts were before and after it. Well, I just mean like also just like in terms of like Shiro like doing this prank of like, oh, he yeah. thinks he's looking at titties. It's like you're the one that was trying to like take a video of him fondling her. Like, why are you doing this now? Like, why? Why? Yeah. Why? It, it's just this whole show is just Why? Because Shiro has pictures of Stephanie's titties on her phone. We are giving this way more attention than it deserves. Let's <laughs> keep going. Because it's bad. It's real bad. Uh, so they get all dressed, uh, cleaned up and dressed. And Stephanie starts freaking out because Sora's all cleaned up. And she's like, oh, the butler fantasy. And she's like, no, I got to go and calm myself down. So she runs off and gets tea for them. While she's making tea, she's fantasizing again because beautiful woman is now in love with me it's the incel dream so she's freaking out about that comes back and sees the siblings uh slash lovers out on the balcony and shiro's just reading a book (laughs) in a totally different language but she's about halfway through it so yeah why not she's genius she is baby and genius and sora's just looking over the vast empire and just looking very dashing in stephanie's eyes and then she gets a big, she drops a big info dump explaining the whole history of the world and humans and the 16 different races and how the, all the races are ranked uh, based on magical powers and humans are at the bottom because they don't have any and can't see any, so they suck. So they're in this tiny little land that's about to be taken over and all the wars and territory is gained through games instead of wars now and that everyone cheats using magic, so that's why humans keep losing it all. And... Uh, just a lot of info and just really none of it important. Uh, none of it matters. None of it matters. Oh, uh, humans in this world are called uh, 
Emanity. 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 Yeah. Emanity. It's clever because it's not. And <laughs> so they're like, all right, cool. If we got to learn about this world, we're going to have to learn. And the best way to learn is the library. Whoops. Turns out all the books are written in Emanity language because why wouldn't they be? And they're like, all right, I guess we're going to have to start learning this language. And by the time Sora says that, Shiro already knows the full language. So. Makes perfect sense. Baby geniuses, the anime. So uh, Stephanie's impressed and she's like, wow, these guys are super duper cool and totally the best. And super amazing and handsome. And the incel dream. (laughs) Maybe they'll actually save my kingdom. And then. Then the two say, well, we can't save this country. It's fucked. It's doomed already. The next king's about to take over. Shit out of luck, lady. And as they start leaving the library, they bump into... (coughs) Excuse me, I get real choked up with just utter garbage. (laughs) Uh, They bump into Corini? Corumi? Sure. Don't matter. The lady that hustled Stephanie out of her clothes and title earlier in episode one. So they bump into her in the hallway... And she's just talking shit on Stephanie's grandfather, who was the king. And uh, she kind of gives in. And she says, like, ah, here, here's your dress. Why don't you take it back, you poor, pathetic creature? And Stephanie's about to take it back when Sora snags it and gives it back to her. And says, no, don't give it back. Like, don't take it back. You're playing right into her hand as being as pathetic as she says you are. Because all bets are final when you bet on it on God and, like, in this world. So if she took the dress back, that'd be breaking the bed and she'd you know, be breaking a tenant of the world. So he stops her there and they talk for a bit and they say some stuff. I don't remember. And Sora says he's going to prove Stephanie's grandfather wasn't a fool after all. And uh, they, him and Shira go walking away and Stephanie runs after them like a lovesick puppy because she's very easily swayed when magically compelled to. And uh, Sora thinks to himself, hey, you know what? Maybe being king will be fun. And that's episode two of this great show. Alright, so, um, there's some bullshit in this one, This Shocker. one's big bullshit. This one's really <laughs> bad. Like, the other two are really uh, bad, but this one's really, really bad. Yeah, so, um, don't, don't mind me if I blast through this shit. So, um, <laughs> we... Uh, we go to the coronation where I, uh, I also missed her name, so it clearly wasn't established Rich properly. Lady. I just called her Villain Girl. There so, you go. Perfect. Yeah, uh, uh, villain Girl is about Rouge to be... Rouge the Bat. <laughs> Rouge the Bat, yes. Bat. <laughs> as, um, as much respect as this show deserves. <laughs> so Rouge is about to be uh, crowned the... Leader and the uh, the coronation the, the person whoever's uh, like whatever official guy is there is like the oh d- any more challengers uh, anyone else which is kind of bullshit which is when the whole point of this challenge was like it was a tournament to yeah. then at the very end be like oh who just waited to take on the leader that should have been everyone <laughs> right. Who wanted to stream snipe this coronation ceremony? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, of course, Sora's like, ooh, your boy's here. <laughs> hey, you judge. Hey, I've been here for two days and I'm hot shit. Um, are you really um, going to crown that cheater piece of shit your leader? When you can crown this cheater <laughs> piece of shit your leader? <laughs> uh, so, uh... He's like, yeah, uh, she's cheating. We know that uh, she had an accomplice. We got uh, pictures of uh, this, like, elf with a hood in the corner. Um, So he's sort of calling her out, not officially, like, saying, ah, you cheated, therefore your shit is not valid. Uh, But sort of just being like, yeah, I know what you're up to. Um so uh the accomplice is exposed and kicked out. So uh they're like, "Okay, I'm challenging you, but uh this cheater from the crowd cannot be in the room." So uh villain girl's like, "Fine, I accept your challenge. I'll set something up in a different venue." Um so later on, uh they explain that uh villain girl is like 
working with the elves because like they want uh the humanity people to be like protected by the elves some just uh weird political stuff that doesn't matter so uh, fuck it the show is um, so bad <laughs> yeah so they're like Okay, so uh, they're going to think that we're trying to cheat, blah, 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 uh, more. Uh, they think that she thinks that I think that she thinks that all that yep. stuff. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so villain girl meets with them before the game is like, hey, so yeah, uh, I'm doing this so uh, I can be the ruler and the elves will protect us and we have like an alliance. Please don't fuck this up. And Sora, of course, is like, fuck you. Fuck this up. I'm gonna fuck this up because I'm better than you and your established stuff. Because I've been here for two days and I'm the protagonist. Yeah, he's um, really just—he really just swooped in and was like, "I understand this world better than all you fuckers that have always lived here." Yes, especially when villain girl is like, "Please, this is like a very tense alliance. I—I'm gonna work with the elves so we don't get taken over and he's like no i want to be king because shiny crown <laughs> Ooh, shiny he even says i think in this scene uh well since i'm such a nice guy and i was like ah there it is there's the tagline self-proclaimed the mm-hmm. he even says you'd be cuter if you smiled and i was just like Ooh. Ooh. you hate to see Bad it stuff you hate <laughs> to see it you hate to see uh, so, uh, still on with the challenge, they go to the game, uh, which is basically wizard's chess. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, but somehow gonna... more bullshit. Yeah, even more bullshit, cause, yeah, fuck the rules. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the pieces have free will, and sort of, uh, beyond just following the rules of chess, they're gonna listen to the uh, charisma of their leader. So basically, whoever's the more inspiring general will be able to more effectively move and play this game. Roll charisma. <laughs> oh, oh boy! Oh, all these these siblings have negative fifteen to charisma, <laughs> and, unless they need it, and then they have positive thirty-five. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, they they just hide it for moments like this. Um, keep it stored up. Yeah. <laughs> so of course, uh, they start playing, and villain girl is cheating and has more charisma through elven magic. Cool, fine, sure. Um, uh, and we start to see that. Uh, uh, Shiro, who was the chess master in the first game, takes the lead, and uh, they are starting to not listen to her because a she's she has uh, as much charisma as a glass of milk, and hey, B, don't say that about milk. Fair, <laughs> I apologize, milk. Um, and B, uh, the pieces having free will aren't going to sacrifice themselves. So when uh, she's trying to play the strategy, they're like, uh, fuck that. I'm not getting sliced down for you. Um, so uh, now that uh, she's freaking out because the pieces aren't listening to her, she's like, oh, I'm so sorry, brother. I failed you. Blah, 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 blah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And he takes over and is like, okay, I have an idea. And he goes full on dictator and is like, my (laughs) fine soldiers, you will not have a care in the world if you fight for me. Uh, You will have all the money and women that you want if you just fight valiantly and just go to battle. I swear you won't die because we are united under the forces of me wanting to be the king. Uh, so, uh, taking control, he's like, hey, if they have free will, and we're already saying fuck the rules of chess anyways, fuck all this, I'm playing a strategy game now, and it's turn-based combat, and we're just, uh, everyone surge the king, because <laughs> all the pieces having free will are like, hell yeah, riches and fortune, if we win, fuck this, I'm just gonna just dive in and murder some people. Uh... So villain girl is like, oh, what the fuck? This isn't chess. This isn't what I wanted. What? 
because they just start slaughtering and going through and just en masse uh, not taking turns uh, because saying like, oh, we're following like being generals on real battlefield. We're not taking turn-based combat on an actual battlefield, so why do it in the game? And it's like, but that that's the game that you agreed to. the point to. of the game. Yeah. It's All like right. method acting. It's acting. You're not actually doing it. Yeah. Uh, so, so uh, they surge, and villain girls like, "Ooh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ch- cheat and use more magic. Uh, it's risky because I am so clearly fucking cheating, but no one calls her out on it." Uh, she's like, "They don't know the rules to this game. They assume it's some fine shit." Okay. Um. So, uh, uh more magic goes out on the field, and. We see that any of the pieces that the villain girl has, if they touch the other members, it steals them and turns them into her pieces. Sure. Bullshit. That's not how chess works. So, But we lost chess a while ago. I don't know what I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah. It's all bad. Like, it's all bad. But, like, at one point, Sora even says, like, uh, she's cheating. She's taking our pieces and converting them to the, like her side, but we can't prove it because she's using magic. I was like, "How can you not fucking prove it? You have twenty pieces. She has twenty pieces. All of a sudden, she has thirty pieces. You have ten. That's provable. You can prove that. It changes colors. <laughs> and also, the Why goddamn magic glow coming off of them. They literally what? just like touch and like, oh, uh, the aura of them changes. It's like, yeah, hey, you- ref. Are- Ref, are you, are you watching this? this game? What's the point of you being here, Judge from Phoenix Wright? The show also makes <laughs> a lot of references to better franchises. Yeah, because of course he's a nerd, so he's like, mm, all the pop culture references, please. Yeah, there was a JoJo's one earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. So, seeing that uh, everyone is getting captured, uh, he's like, ooh, I have another move. Hey, enemy queen! Hey, uh, I love you so much. Should I? I should be the ruler that that king can't serve you the way I would. Oh, and just has just uh, vomits a Valentine's Day level of uh, romantic gestures, and the enemy queen goes with it and falls in love and joins their side, and his justification is. Uh, I'm the king of dating sims, so of course I know how to romance her. Excuse you. I am the king of dating sims, you fucking asshole. (laughs) You can't take my title. But it's like, my dude, you talk about how much of an incel, like, (laughs) neat uncharismatic virgin you are and now you're just fucking Don wanting this chess piece (laughs) so much so he captures that piece and now uh, all of the enemy pieces they aren't gonna betray their queen that just betrayed them so they like refuse to attack her so that's the way that they get in control, and then uh, they, of course, had to make this a two-parter, and Villain Girl was like, oh, what do I do now? And we're left on a cliffhanger, but uh, fuck, who gives a shit? It's the it's the incel, shut-in, Niki, uh, Hikikomori <laughs> fantasy of I'm the super-duper smartest good boy in the entire world. And I can outlogic anyone based on mathematical principles, and even understand human like intrinsic uh, intricacies and yeah, yeah l- human psyche, and I can break it down into a mathematical level, and I can understand them even if I don't have any emotional connection to any other human in my life. But then, if I can't, if I can't use math to solve all my problems because I'm a super genius boy, then I can be charismatic and just convince anyone and say whatever they need to hear. And I immediately turned them to my side because I'm the goodest boy and I love me chicken tendies. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, why? Like, I, I kind of liked the idea that there was, oh, uh, he, uh, 
was he's this ultra gamer, so he's going into this new world, and he's like, ah, now I'm in my element. So we don't have the standard like fish out of water, like, oh, this is a fantasy world. What a what? What's going on? I'm so out out of it. Like, I like that he's like, oh yeah, this is fucking rad. But then just being the ultra king of every game he has never played before, it's just like, there's no conflict here. There's there's nothing. He's just gonna just win his way through everything. Why why are we watching this? Yeah, this just sucks. Watch him fondle Stephanie. Ugh. Yeah. I stopped listening about uh, ten minutes ago and started reading the new Lore Olympus chapter. I'm so sorry. Ooh, is it up? <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah, um, are we there yet? Of course not. This no. Is really bad. <laughs> I also wanted to say the dub of this show is really strange to me because, yeah. like, most of the acting doesn't feel like anime acting, but not in a good way. It gives me like ghost story vibes, ghost stories <laughs> where yeah. they were just like, "Fucking, here's do whatever." And like he no just director. did whatever. Like, may- maybe. Maybe. They the just guy... gave the a script and it's like, piece together. You're on your own. Well, I, like, it's mainly Sora. Like, it's mainly the main character who acts that way. Mm-hmm. Maybe he is the director. Maybe. Mm, I don't know. But yeah, it was, it's, uh, nothing is good. Nope. And now this is on our next Netflix queue. Can't Ugh. get rid of it. Ugh. I really want to. It's, uh, I hope this is what you wanted, Will. You should have had some understanding of what we would have, how we would have felt about this before going into it. So I hope you're, I hope this is what you wanted. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry I know this you was, like uh, it. recommended uh, a little while ago. So, uh, uh, you, we're still getting to know each other at that point. So <laughs> I, I don't fault you, but, um, yeah. Yikes, man. Uh, Will, we love you. We love you. Hey, Will, I love you. Will, You're come, great. Come on, You're man. great. But hey, champ. <laughs> <laughs> but if you do genuinely and passionately enjoy this uh, media, yikes! Sorry. Yeah. Uh, well, we've been on a big loser streak. <laughs> Quite the stink. Can Quite the stink. <laughs> can someone recommend a show that? Will uh uh just be a palate cleanser, please, please, please. hey hey please please. Well, I'm picking the show next week, so no. Oh God! I actually put on a different show onto our document, so you wouldn't know which one I'm picking. And now I'm doing the last minute audible and swapping it out. No, please don't. <laughs> Are you kidding, Brendan? <laughs> Hey, Brendan, Brendan, I would be so mad. Brendan, if you want me to show up next week, um, you better pick something fucking delightful. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I just wanted to. Oh my god! Get the reaction. I was you worried. You can't do this to me. I would believe you. Because <laughs> I super would do something that shitty. Uh. <laughs> I drove a U-Haul through on the 405 today. Oh, I, no. I'm so done. You cannot add extra stress to my life. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! There's the fun for the episode. There's there's my enjoyment for this episode. Uh, no. Next week, we are watching something that's a power cleanser. Just real chill. Real, like... Weirdly, it's from the creator of Full Metal Alchemist, which is very convoluted. It's the exact opposite of it, though. It's uh, Silver Spoon. Basic premise is, nerd boy doesn't get into the high school of his choice, so he goes to a farming high school and learns about farming. That's it. Yes! And it's very, very pure and good, and it's actually one of my favorite uh, manga anime series. God bless. There's only one season, but uh, I, I do think you guys will actually enjoy this one. I just felt my blood pressure drop so much. <laughs> you're just gonna you're gonna get off this call and go play some Stardew Valley. It it's yeah. Imagine like imagine Stardew Valley, but it was like it had like a high school premise to it, but and then that's it. That's the end. Precious. All right. It's gonna be a good time, hopefully. Fingers well, crossed. Dear listener, I'm sending you a a a desperate plea. Uh, uh, you Stop are my this. only hope. Please send us some pleasant shows to watch. No you more can... Isaki. 
please send recommendations to our email, arewebthereyet at gmail.com, or on Twitter and Instagram, arewebthereyet for both. You can find me on Twitter and Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Patrick Dugan. You can find me on Instagram at Queen Period Weeaboo and on Twitter at Queen underscore Weeaboo and Queen underscore Weeaboo Art. And if you want to see my TikToks, I make <laughs> cosplay TikToks. I've been doing it for a while. I haven't talked about it. It is also Queen underscore Weeaboo. So get that branding. Do what you will. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at ABTS Brendan. I'm mostly just retweeting stuff to try and get me that Animal Crossing Switch. So, it's not the best Twitter to follow right now. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you to Camille Ruley for our artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for our theme song stories off the album Beats. You can find all of Louis's music at louiszong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. I have nothing to say. I'm fuming. She'll ruin chess for me. Death, please! (laughs) Uh... 